Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a View from the Bullens podcast. Listen to all the news, views and inside track from Goodison Park. This is a View from the Bullens podcast, sponsored by The Beer Killer, Liverpool One. Hello and welcome back to another episode here of You from the Bullens. And this is the pre-match Carabao Cup quarterfinal show. Everton host Fulham at home in the quarterfinal. Tuesday night, Carabao Cup, Goodison under the lights. Could well be our last ever quarterfinal at Goodison Park. Joined with the Bobble for this one. Bobble, Everton v Fulham, a winnable game. Momentum yeah. is on. Fixtures are favourable. Yeah. What are your initial thoughts? Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's a massive game, a cup quarter final at Goodison Park. Could be the last ever quarter final at Goodison Park. Um, we asked for a home tie in, in this round. You know, when the draw was made, all you can ask for is a home home tie. We got the home tie. It's favourable. That's no disrespect to Fulham, but it's a favourable home tie. Um, obviously, it's not the easiest game. You could have got the likes of maybe Middlesbrough, but Fulham are, are a team that don't notoriously travel well. Um, and playing them at home, I don't think you can have so much more in a cup quarter final than playing Fulham at home. Um, but look, they're a decent outfit uh, and they've, they've been going reasonably well. I know they lost three nil away at Newcastle on the weekend. Obviously, the Raul Jimenez sending off probably changes that game, who's obviously now suspended for this fixture. But before that, they beat West Ham 5-0, they beat Nottingham Forest 5-0. They lost 4-3 at Anfield and they probably should have got something against Liverpool that, that day. Um so they're a team that they're a team that actually are, are going quite well. Um, you know, they, they sit mid table. I believe they're eleventh in the league. Um, they're just they're just a decent outfit. They're just okay, and and that's that's just what they are. Um, Marcus Silva's doing pretty well there, but we've got to look at what we can do against a Fulham team. We owe these one. Let's have it right. We owe them one. You know, they came to Goodison Park earlier in the season and got a result. We owe Fulham one, um, and there's absolutely no reason why Everton can't win this game. You know, we, we've spoke about it pre-match Burnley um, you know if Everton just continue to play the way we're playing we will dispose of these sort of teams the likes of Fulham your Wolves your Brentford your Nottingham Forest your Crystal Palaces your Burnleys you'll dispose of these teams um, because Everton are stronger more physical better structure more well drilled and it's, it's as simple as that for me I think all these teams are much of a muchness you like so you Fulham, you Wolves, your Crystals. I don't think there's much between any of them. Um, and again, I think if Everton just continue on the same upward trajectory, we'll beat these teams. 
Uh, our home form was always a worry, wasn't it? You know, we were always looking at, at, at home form and thinking it has to change. Well, we've come off the back of a really, really good result against Newcastle. And then we backed it up against Chelsea at Goodison Park. Fulham won't fancy coming to Everton. They, they, they will not fancy this. They'll think this is a really, really hard game. Maybe 10 weeks ago, they may have looked at this fixture, had, had it been drawn then, and thought to themselves, we'll take that. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a bit of that. But right now, I think they'll be looking at this thinking, we're in for a battle here. This is a really tough game for us. Um, and it's great. It's great for teams to be thinking that way. You know, it's 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 been a long time since teams have probably took Everton seriously or, or maybe worried about playing against Everton. Well, they are now. Um, but there's no reason why Everton can't win the game. Yes, they've got some technically decent players. Willian's always a tricky customer. He's always a you know a really complicated winger to play against. I thought he played quite well at Goodison Park earlier in the season. Um, he adds a lot of width to him. He adds a bit of guile. He's really good on the ball. He can open up defences. He's obviously someone you've got to watch out for. Our old friend, obviously, Alex Awobi, again, returning to Goodison Park. Um, you know, he's in a decent run of form for Fulham. You know, the Fulham fans are starting to, 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 to warm up to him. So, obviously, we've got to be careful of him. He'll want to prove a point to, to us as a fan base as well. So they've got some technically gifted players, some decent players. Um, I think they've got a few bumps and bruises. Jimenez is obviously suspended from the red card against Newcastle. Calvin Bassey, I think, is really, really poorly at the moment, the centre-half for them. Uh, Tim Ream, he's suffering with a calf injury. Um, my mate at Fulham was saying. So they've maybe got some question marks over a couple of players. Um, but look, we're at home. It's it's under the lights at Goodison Park. It's a cup quarter-final. Um Yes, we've got some question marks ourselves over players. We're trying to give some players as, as much time as possible. The likes of Decore and Mikolenko. We're trying to, to give them every single chance, although the odds are stacked against them a little bit. Um, but yeah, we've got to fancy our chances, haven't we? It's, it's as simple as that. Uh, if we start off fast, if we start off strong, get the Goodison crowd going, there's no reason why we can't win this game. And, and it's like what we've been saying for a number of weeks now. These sort of fixtures, when you play these teams, if this was a league game, You'd be sitting there thinking it's it's a must-win game. The likes of Fulham at home, you need to be winning these games. Well, it's the same in a cup quarter-final. You've got Fulham at home. It's a night game at Goodison Park. Go win the game. It's as simple as that. Go and win the game, and then we're into a semi-final, mate. And then who knows? It's obviously then the draw. Who knows who you can get? Um, so yeah, I, I I don't think there's any reason why Everton can't win this game. It's not easy by any stretch. Fulham are going. I know they lost against Newcastle three 0 but they are going reasonably well. They're a decent mid-table Premier League team. Six wins from seventeen. They do, you know, they they they're just a decent outfit. They they do score goals, twenty six goals. They do concede twenty nine goals conceded. Um, but yeah, I think Everton should. Everton should prove too much for Fulham in terms of physicality, uh, the crowd whipping up a frenzy. I think we should have too much for Fulham on Tuesday night and Everton. I think Everton should progress to the semi-finals, Ben. It's all about momentum for me. Everton need to continue winning. You know, regardless what happens in the, in the, the rounds further down, you've got to keep winning, keep the streak up, keep winning football games. Don't care who you get in the semi-final, who you get in the final. Worry about that after you've beaten Fulham on Tuesday. There's, there's no other fan base out there who deserve every bit of success as we do. You know, we've been dragged through the absolute well. There's been no trophy since 1995. The past few years have aged us fans by about 10, 15 years. Everton fans deserve a trophy. They deserve everything that goes in their favour. And we can do it. You know, Fulham are doing okay under Marco Silva. They're, they're, they've got a few good players there. But... If Everton play the way that we have been doing, with the, the confidence and the mentality and the aura that seems around the place, it's like that famous song, 
we shall not be moved. And ultimately, I feel like the way we're playing, the confidence, the, the feeling amongst the fans, that we can go on and create something special here and we're on the borderline of creating something special. But it's one game at a time. You've got to continue winning football matches because that is what underlying creates this winning mentality, this never-give-up attitude, this never-die attitude that Everton have seemed to, you know, embrace and grow into over the past few weeks and months. You know, we did have a blip at the start. We had that uh, up-and-down start and we were looking, thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be another one of these seasons. Then we have a 10-point deduction, you know, back-to-back relegation dogfights, and I mean, to the last day, dogfights. Evertonians are worried sick. But we can go and do it. We can win this football match. Goodison Park, under the lights, is special. It's been... The past two home games, Newcastle and Chelsea, have been unbelievable. The players are feeding off the energy. The players are giving us 110%. They're working their socks off. And these players want a cup run. They want a cup. James Tarkovsky spoke about it in depth, that he feels this is his best chance so yeah, le- yeah. Le- le- let's forget about the other matches. Let's forget about the other teams and we just concentrate on beating Fulham. That should be the, the next step. Be Fulham. Then who knows? Who do you get in the next round? You know what? I don't care. Let's just get there first. Let's be Fulham. Keep this winner mentality up and we have a great week. You then go to Tottenham, full of confidence, more wins under your belt. So, yeah, you, you look at Fulham and, you know, Raul Jimenez being out, you know, mm. probably is a big miss for them. He... Hasn't really been in a scoring form, but he's a bit more, bit like Dominic Calvert Lewin. He links up the play. Um, you know, Alex Awobe, like you correctly said. Willian, always dangerous, always like, you know, I know he's 36, 37, but he's a fantastic footballer. They've got Paulinho in the middle of the park, an excellent central midfielder, you know, on the verge of joining Bayern Munich in the summer. Probably going to be a lot of interest for him in January, you know, excellent midfielder. Yeah. You know, Bert Leno. One of the best yeah, keepers in the league. Yeah. Top top six keeper yeah, for me. Yeah. Uh, Reed. He always seems to score against us. They have got dangerous players. And what do you think then, Bob, where Everton need to concentrate then on this Fulham team? Because, you know, they've had back-to-back 5-0 wins recently. Mm. Uh, you know, scoring goals, winning football matches. It's going to be difficult, isn't it? Yeah, like I say, they won't... They're not a team that are going to come to Goodison and be worried because they've got a little bit of confidence. I know they lost against Newcastle. I know they did. But obviously the red card to Raul Jimenez changed that, the complex of that game completely. Everton have just got to continue playing the way we play. Teams know how we're going to set up right now. They know how we're going to set up, but try and stop it. And at the moment, teams are finding it very, very hard to stop what we do because we're very good at what we do. Now, Fulham do concede goals. Like I said, 29 goals conceded this season. They are leaky at the back at times. Yes, they can score goals, granted. But 10 of their goals have come in their last two home games. So before that, you know, they weren't banging in goals, but they were still leaking goals. There's no reason why Everton can't score here and get, you know, get some goals. Um... Yes, Wilson's decent, Pereira's decent, Iwobi's decent, Williams decent. Like I said, they've got some tricky players. They've got some decent forward-thinking players. There's no Raul Jimenez, so maybe they'll start with Carlos Vinicius, the old Tottenham striker up front. I don't know. Declan Reed, another tricky customer. They've got goals in them, but I think defensively we can we can get at them. We can. If Calvin Bassey's deemed fit, he started he started to uh he started to settle at Fulham in recent weeks. Calvin Bassey, I know when he first started at Fulham, he was struggling, really, really struggling. He has started to settle a little bit. But I'm not sure on Fulham's, on Fulham's defence. Anthony Robinson, former Everton fullback, he's decent left back. Castagna, the old Leicester right back, he's decent, but he's not up to the form that he once was when he was at Leicester. Um, 
They have a, a, a Tosin, a centre-half, uh, you know, a bit dodgy. Tim Reams injured at the moment. Diop, okay. You know, I, I don't think it's great. I don't think it's great. And I think if you're Calvert-Lewin, I think you'd be licking your lips thinking, I can get at this. I can get this back four. Um, and there's no reason why not. And, you know, for set pieces, if I was Tarkowski, Jared Branthwaite, Amadou Onana, I'd be thinking, I'm, I'm winning these headers. I'm, I'm bullying them here. Um, again, they can score goals, but they do leak a hell of a lot of goals. 29 goals conceded in the league this year already. You know, that's quite a lot of goals. Um, I just think if Everton play as well as they have been, we'll win this game. We will win this game. And obviously we can't We can't get complacent. We, of course we can't. And we can't, you know, look at Fulham and, and show them no respect. They're a Premier League team. They're 11th for a reason. They're decent. But I just feel that if Everton just, again, we're playing with so much confidence right now that, you know, two, three months ago, you'd play the likes of these teams and you'd be really worried, really worried. You know, you'd be thinking, oh my word, they're going to come to Goodison and nick one and then the crowd are going to turn and then... You know, they're going to pick, hit us on the break and win 2 0. You know, that's what's going to happen. They're just going to ride out the first 10 minutes. Everton fans will get on the team's back. We'll get all nervous or worried and they'll then just grow into the game. But now, you, you don't think like that now. And that's because there's just an air of confidence around Goodison Park. You're going into this game thinking, no, we can have these. Let's have it, sort of thing. We'll beat these. Um, I always think the first goal's huge. I always say that. I think in Premier League football, if you look at the actual stats when teams score first, it's frightening. Frightening. When teams score first, they, they, you know, they don't often lose. Um. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I just feel like there's so much character in this team now and there is that togetherness and there's a connection that if we do concede first, um, you, you don't get initially worried. You don't think, uh-oh, you know, it's curtains. Whereas I think 10, 12 weeks ago, if we conceded first, you think it's game, set, match. That's the end of this. Everton aren't, won't find a way back. Um, and I know the stats don't, exactly go in our favour when we concede first. I know Deutsch has never really overturned a, he's never overturned a deficit when we go concede first, but even so, you, you just have that little bit of calmness now because I think the team are a lot more calm, they're settled, they don't go into panic mode when we do concede. Um, or if things aren't going our way, they don't panic. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a great opportunity, a great opportunity to get into the semi-final. And I think it's absolutely pivotal for our run that we're currently on, that we get through here. Because I think when you get through a quarterfinal or any cup competition, when you get into the, when you go deep in a, in, a, in a cup, your players, the team, everyone wants to play. Everyone wants to be on form. Everyone wants to push each other in training. Because if we go through in this game now and get to the semis, you can bet your bottom dollar. Every single player 
is going to be at it in training in the build-up to the semi-final, at it in the league, because they want to start in that semi-final. And, and I think it then just breeds more confidence. The standards go up a notch again. Everyone's pushing each other because everyone wants to fight for their, their, their spots. And I think it's really, really important. And I think Everton get into the quarter-final. I think it has done that. You know, and, and you've only have to listen to some of the interviews that the players have done and the staff have done. They're pushing each other because they all want to start in the quarter-final. Um, you know, I spoke to someone very, very close to Dominic Calvert-Lewin uh, just yesterday. And obviously, Dominic Calvert-Lewin playing Saturday, Tuesday. That's something that we, we're not really familiar with with, with, with Calvert-Lewin no. anymore. But Dominic is chomping at the bit to play Tuesday yeah. because it's a cup quarter-final. Whereas if it was a league game, you know, you'd be like, oh, it's a quick turnaround. Is he OK? You know, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm, I'm bang up for this. So you can imagine what the rest of the team are like. So I think it's, I think it's huge. If Everton can win this game, you know, the build-up to the semi-final... You may have six, seven, eight league games before that. Imagine the imagine the training sessions. Imagine, I could say, the camaraderie. Imagine the standards. Everything just goes up again, and everyone that that confidence. It just breeds, you know, competitiveness in training. I, th- I think it's really important. And you know, people have I've, I've spoke to a number of people in the media uh, this morning. They said, "Oh, you know, how serious is Sean Knight taking this? He's taking it very serious. He's playing full strength. Let's have it right. He's going full strength. He's going for it." And absolutely, we're in a cup quarter final. I couldn't believe that I was being asked that question. How serious is Sean Dyche taking it? I know. I couldn't believe that question. I was thinking, have you not seen the teams that we've previously played? The, 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 the 11s that we previously put out in this, in this competition? We're taking it very, very seriously. This is a cup competition and we're going, you know, we're in the latter stages of it. I couldn't believe the question. Uh, are we, is Sean Dyche taking it seriously? Um, but yeah, Fulham at home, quarter final. At the end of the day, if Everton go out, we've probably only got ourselves to blame. And I don't mean that disrespectfully to Fulham, but I'm sorry, mate. You can't really ask for it much more in a cup quarter final, a home tie against a mid-table Premier League team. And again, I'm not hammering Fulham there. I'm not being disrespectful. I just don't think you could ask for anything more than that, mate. And like I said, I know they're going quite well, Fulham, and they have got a sting in their tail. But Everton should have too much for Fulham at the moment. Yeah, I, I share that sentiment. They have got good players, um, they actually have, they have got good players. Fulham can be dangerous, you know. Paulina, as I spoke about before, um, the little lad Harrison Reed. I don't think he's been playing of late. I know he's, he's up and down. Like I've always said before, watch out for Harrison mm. Reed. You know, a massive, massive fan of it. Well, semi-linked in the summer, not an over the top, but he's an he's an exceptional player. You know, Boop with the op at the back, um, um, the big centre half. Mm. They got two big centre halves at the back. Castan Castanio was at Leicester. Um, and then obviously our good old friend Anthony Robinson yeah. uh, he's obviously their left back who I think is an ex- a really really good left back by the way back four, but it's, it? It, it's a back look, four we can get at the question Sean Dice has got to answer now is who starts and where will he play you know Beto's chomping at the bit to play you know he predominantly has played again I, I'd go full strength no, I would do, go, do you go from, from a back five to a four? If Blanthwaite's back in, you put Blanthwaite's drop straight back in. And Blanthwaite and Tarkovsky, there you two. And you then go straight to a back four? Straight to a back four. Nathan Patterson, if Mikolenko... It, that's the issue. Is Mikolenko fit? If Mikolenko, Mikolenko isn't fit, then I think you're probably looking more inclined to go to that back five They're again. They're giving him every single chance. Because every Dwight chance McNeil, you know, like you said before in, in the post-match... He gave you that option, and he did. He did really well. I think obviously Michael Keane was the centre. Mm. Um, Tarkovsky was the left centre back, and yeah. obviously Ben Godfrey was the right centre back. And I thought Tarkovsky and Dwight McNeil again, like we've always said, 
Tarkovsky is barking orders, telling him, look, I need you there. I want you here. So if Mikhalenko is not fit and he's deemed not fit to start or play, I'd keep it as a back five. I genuinely wouldn't. I'd leave Dwight McNeil in that left wing back role and I'd leave Nathan Patterson, who I thought played you know, well against Burnley. Yeah, I thought he was decent. Didn't have to focus on getting back all the time. Knew he had Ben Godfrey behind him with a lot of pace who would be picking up them runners. So... It, it all depends on that, but you, and you would t- then leave the midfield three: Decore, Onana, James Garner, and, but again, and not Decore. You know, Decore got a, a tight hamstring. Mm, yeah. it, it's it's early. Do you risk we, him? We can, it, Decore is the biggest player for me in this side. He, He's pivotal. Ev- for the way Everton, plays. It, Everton functions so much better when Abdoulaye Decore is playing for this football club. We see that in the second half against Burnley. Yes, we managed the game well, but Decore's energy, his passion, his fight—you know—might not be the greatest footballer in the world, but my God, he runs hard. He puts in the legs. He puts in the leg work, and I feel he's absolutely pivotal to this Everton team. But what you said, what you said before. If they are out, if it is the same team that started against Burnley, I still feel there's enough there in that squad and starting eleven to go and beat Fulham. Goodison Park under the lights. Goodison Park late kickoff. The atmosphere has been very, very good. The winning mentality is back. Mm. The feel good factor is starting to embed amongst all Evertonians, amongst everyone going the games, amongst everyone watching at home. If that feel good factor, which we haven't seen for God knows how many years, and Given the ter- like the, the absolute treacherous times we've had over the past few seasons, the the relegation battles, you know, the chaos turmoil within the club, you know, the absolutely disgraceful running of the football club, it's finally nice to be at a place where you think, right, Sean Dyche has got these players playing how he wants. We've got players that are fighting for the cause, players that are fighting for the badge, players that, like you quite rightly said, are excited and they're relishing this moment that. They feel this feel good factor is in and amongst this Everton squad too, so they just need to go and grab it with two hands. Go and get this game, get us to that semi final, and you know what? Whoever we draw, we'll have a go at them as well because ultimately anyone's beatable on the day. And I, I, I will have to say this on air: I don't care who we get, get past Fulham, and there's a chance, and we could be playing that weekend, last weekend in February at Wembley Stadium in a final. We could all be lining up with our mates. And what we've absolutely been dreaming of for years, and just go and get a trophy. You know, it would genuinely make everyone over the moon. And ultimately, it's there if they want it. It's there. Isn't it, it is, yeah. And like I previously said, I think going deep in a competition, in a cup competition, I think it it's bigger than you realise or bigger than you think. Like I say, from a from a standard point of view, from from the training standards, from people pushing for places, from people wanting to be fit. You know, and it, and it can become a long grind of a season when you're not in cup competitions and you're not going deep in cup competitions. It's just constant league games. And if you find yourself in mid-table after 25 games, you probably don't really have a, a, a lot to play for. And if you have a niggle, oh, I'll miss this game. I'm not saying players do that, but you get my point. You know, you don't have anything to strive for. Whereas if you do go deep into cup competitions, it keeps people on edge, it keeps people on their toes, it keeps people wanting to, to perform really, really well, to keep their place, to keep their spot for the cup game. And that's what's currently happened going into the quarterfinal. Everyone I've spoke to, the players are absolutely buzzing. They're pumped. Um, and so are the staff. And, you know, training standards are really high. There's people pushing for places. There's people knocking on the door wanting to play. And that's what you want because there's stuff to play for. There's that good feeling around the place right now. And if you're getting through to a semi-final, imagine it goes up again 
I want to be fit for that semi-final. I want to play in that semi-final. Training standards go up again. You'll have Beto trying harder than ever to dislodge Carver-Lewin. You'll have Nathan Patterson trying to dislodge, you know, Young or Coleman or both, whatever, for his right-back berth. Michael Keane will be knocking on the door. He wants to play in that semi-final because you never know when the next semi-final is going to come round. And that's what you want. You want that to be having people pushing each other for the right reasons. People pushing each other because they want to play in big games. And that's what we've currently got heading into this quarterfinal. People are pushing each other. Um, and if we get through, obviously, it will go up again for a semi-final. And, and again, I think that's really, really important. And I don't think sometimes you think of it like that. You know, you think, oh, it's just another game to the calendar, another game to the fixture list. But internally, it, it's a completely different dynamic. It really, really is. And it doesn't half keep people switched on and on their toes. So for a number of reasons, I think this is a really, really big game. To go through to a semi-final, it's huge. To keep the good confidence, the good feeling around the club, you know, to keep the good run of form, to keep training standards up, to keep players on their toes, everyone fighting for positions. I think it's really, really important, Ben. Um, and also, you know, heading into the Christmas period, looking at the calendar, Fulham, Spurs, Man City, Wolves, four tricky games. But you know, if you look at those four games as, as, as individuals, you'd argue the Fulham game is probably the easiest on paper. Then we're away at Tottenham, difficult. Home against Man City, obviously very difficult. And Wolves away is not easy. Um so I think out of these four games, if you could win two of them, any two, I think we, I think it'd be a really, really good return from those four. Um, but if we can beat, you know, if we can beat Fulham on Tuesday night, I think it'd be massive heading into the Christmas period of, of three games: Spurs, Man City, Wolves into a semi-final. Five wins on the trot that would then be. I think that'd be a, a huge statement and a huge statement of intent from Sean Dyche's charges, mate, to head into places like Spurs and say, yeah, we've had a 10-point deduction. We should be sitting in eighth. We're in a cup semi-final. Exactly. I, yeah. think, I think psychologically, I think it'd be absolutely massive for this set of players and the fan base, mate. I really, really do. No, I completely agree. And we're going to touch on prediction. Uh, obviously, prediction time. I, I don't know. Did, did I say 2-0 v Burnley? You know, I'm not I, sure. I've been quite good this year. I was being to Jazz Barlow, who obviously listens in, and he said, you know, you've got some you've got some right this year, considering I didn't get any right for a number of years. So, you know, who knows? But prediction time, what are you thinking? Uh, tough game, not easy. Like I say, mid-table Premier League team, they're going reasonably well. Um, we can't say they're not a decent team because they're okay. But I think Everton will have enough for them, too much. Um, and I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. And I'm going to go 2-0 Everton. I think we're going to score early and I think Goodison's going to be rocking and then we'll, I think Beto's going to come on off the bench and put us 2-0 and Goodison is going to collapse. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, thank you as always. Leave your predictions in the comments. Thank you as always to Wayne Craig at CC Express Logistics, Mike Keogh at CND London and of course, Darrell at the Beer Keller. We hope you enjoyed your night there last Friday. I'm still recovering. You know, I've still got bags under my eyes, but what a night, what a Christmas do. Thank you to everyone that came and, sh and obviously... We are in the process of planning our next one, so keep an eye on all your social media. It may be around the Derby time, so check your calendars. In the meantime, have a great week and up the toffees. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.